Just stay with it. You're going to see fruit on it. You know, there's things, there's things, and sometimes maybe I may have been a little slow in certain things, but there was things in my life I just stuck with and God showed up. You know, I was single for a long time before God hooked me up with Alicia, but you know what? When it came, it was the right one, and it was a glorious thing, and it was better than anything I could have ever dreamed or imagined. Way better, way better. No way I could have thought that up. And it was worth every. It was worth every bit of every bit of uh, you know time alone, every bit of time and not hanging out with people, every 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 sacrifice I ever made to not get involved with the wrong people. It was worth every bit of it. Worth every bit of it. And glory to God. The you know the staying committed to your church now and getting involved in the ministry of helps and what God's teaching you in that. It's priceless. It's priceless. I'm telling you, you're going to see fruit on it. You're going to see fruit on it. You're going to see fruit on it. It's going to produce. Glory to God. Everything I do in my life produces fruit. Everything I do produces fruit. Some, some of it, if I'm not doing the right thing, guess what? It's going to produce the kind of fruit you don't want. But glory to God. Hallelujah. Where did I tell you to go? Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, verse 13. These, verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen it, Having seen it, afar off, we're assured of them, embrace them, and confess them. And then he says, confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. But see, we need to think about that, that they, they, they seen it afar off. They seen it. See, Jesus said, Abraham seen my day, but this says that he didn't see it. He died in faith. How did he see it? He seen it by faith. He seen it by faith. He's seen it by faith. And that's what God's been showing me about, about uh, we got to see it. When Brother Jordan's been talking to us about, about a hurting world out there and about that no one's going to get it done unless the church get it, gets it done, we got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see that God wants to use you, that God wants to use you. Not just Brother Jordan, not just me, not just, not just some older person in the church. You. God wants to use you. Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, college. It doesn't matter. God wants to use you. God wants you got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see that there's no limits. We, can, we always, Brother Jordan talks about the Yum Center. A lot of you get choked. I know you do. I know you do. You think, wow, what, I, that, that's crazy. That's crazy talk that we could ever meet and have, have a church meeting. Meet in there. No, it's not. Nothing's, you see, we keep putting limiters on God. It's because we don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see it. This, this was something that meant something to Jesus big time. There was no point in him dying if he couldn't get somebody reached through you. Through you. There was no point in him doing it. He died for you and me, but he also died to affect other people. He died for everybody. It doesn't bless him to see anybody perish. It hurts. It hurts. The Bible is a book about a father and his family. Early in the book, he lost his family. And then he sent his son Jesus to get him back. To get him back. To get him back. And it's on us. It's on us. It's on us to get him back. It's on us to get him back. To get our father's family back. It's on us. And we need to see it. We need to see how important it is. We need to see how vital it is. My, see, Abraham seen Jesus' day. Now, Jesus' day was a day where he had done wrapped it up. He got the authority back. He got God's authority back. Back before, before the devil came on the scene, Adam used to walk in the cool of the day with God. 
Abraham seen it by faith that Jesus was going to get that back and that we would be able to walk with God and talk with God and hang out with Him, spend time with Him, fellowship with Him, know Him. Not just know about Him, but know Him. Abraham seen it. He's seen it. He's seen it by faith. We have to see that Jesus said that there's a great commission and I need you to go. I need you to open your mouth. I need you to reach people. We got to see it. We got to see it. Let's go there. Let's look at Mark 16. And let me just encourage you that you need to begin to apply this to everything in your life. Everything in your life. Everything in your life. You know, there's, I've had great victories of believing God and, uh, for certain things concerning healing in my body. But you know what? I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied till I live completely healed and whole from everything. Everything. Because I know His Word promises it. I know His Word promises it. And though I might get one or two saved, <laughs> no, that, that, I'm not satisfied. Because there's a hurting world out there. And most of the time, see, we don't see that either. It's all, tonight's just about what you, it's about seeing it. That's a, if you want to put a title on tonight, you got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it or it won't ever happen. You got to see it. It's got to become so real to you that you see it down here no matter what it looks like out there. That's what faith is. Pastor made a statement Tuesday night. He said that he said that you now we believe in faith and confession and we believe in talking right and you know, saying what you want. But he said, you can say a bunch of things, but if you ain't locked in down here where you know it down here that you've got it, then you ain't going to get it yet. But if you've got that and then you say it, you can mark it down, it's coming to pass. You can mark it down, it's coming to pass. And that's the way we got to get about our mission that Jesus gave us. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it that it's not too big. We got to see that we're big enough for it and Jesus is big enough to get it done through us. That's what we got to see it. It's got to be so real that there's no doubt that Jesus is going to do something big in this city through us and through this church, through his word. There's got to be no doubt. There's got to be, we got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. And that's what I just want to stir you up tonight about seeing it. Seeing the vision that God has. Seeing the, seeing the region to, to seeing the, the vision to reach this region, to reach it doesn't matter. The poor people in the city or the rich people up on the hill, God can reach them all. There's no limits. There's no limits. Sometimes we limit God so much we think, oh, you know, if we, we really, when we start exploding, it'll just be just a bunch of ordinary average people or, oh, it'll just be a bunch of other believers from the church. No, no, no. God wants to do things. <laughs> I mean, just, just two or three really wealthy families up in the knobs could get saved and get their whole life turned around and get off coke and get delivered and do whatever. And I mean, just turn the whole thing around. They could get four or five more. Then they get four or five more and it start exploding. No telling what God could do. Glory to God. But see, we got to see it. We got to see it. And a lot of times we just, we just get so used to doing what we do. We get so busy doing what we do. And we forget that there's a lost, dying, hurting world out there. Well, glory to God. Mark 16, verse 15. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To every creature. He really did. He didn't leave anybody out. He said to the rich or no, just go, go to the poor. No, he didn't say that. Go to all the churches. No, he didn't say that. Verse 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs 
will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We got a, we got a mandate to go. We got a mandate to go. But see, the thing is, we, we got to see that. We got to see that. We got to see that. We got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. If you don't see it, you won't ever act on it. It's the same way with believing God for healing in your body. If you don't see that you're healed, you'll, just, you'll never change. You'll just keep living your life, battling that thing, trying to fix that thing, taking medication. You'll, just, you'll never fix it. But you got to see it. You got to see it. When you see it, then you'll act on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. And it applies to every area of your life. Every area of your life. Glory to God. It applies to every area of your life. I can remember when I was a kid giving five dollars, I seen myself giving tens. And then when I started giving tens, I seen myself giving twenties. When I was giving twenties, I seen myself giving fifties. When I was giving fifties, I seen myself giving hundreds. When I was giving hundreds, I seen myself giving five hundreds. When I was giving five hundreds, I seen myself giving thousands. And I'm not stopping there. Not stopping there. Glory to God. But you got to see that it's possible. And it's not just because of the stuff or the money, but it's because God is so big. God is so big. <laughs> Glory to God. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. There's no life he cannot change. We, we think, we think, oh, those people that I work with are impossible. <laughs> those people I work with, see there, it's starting, it's spitting here. But uh, the, we think those people I work with, they're impossible. Those people I go to school with, they're impossible. It's the only regret I have of being a teenager. The decisions I made, there was, I couldn't made hardly any other choice. Most of the time, it was either that or else. And I made the, the, the right choices most of the time. But one thing I do regret, the only regret I had, I should have been more bold. I should have been more bold. The Bible says in Psalms, the righteous are as bold as a, or Proverbs rather, 28.1, the, the righteous are as bold as a lion. When you're right and when you know God and you know He's on your side and you know what His Word says, you can be bold about it. We got to be bold. We got to be bold. Glory to God. It's really hot up here and I'm sucking this water like it's water. (laughs) Glory to God. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to John. I hope I'm helping you tonight. John four. The thing is, see, you won't, we, won't, we won't do what we're supposed to until we see it. We won't be bold until we see it. Until we see it. We won't be bold. We won't believe God for big things until we see it. We won't believe God for this city until we see it. We won't believe God for, 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 uh, for more people. What about just filling up this building? What about filling this building up with young people and then they start coming to Sunday mornings and we're packing the place out? We got to see it. We got to see it. You got to get more excited about what you have. Sometimes we don't understand. We don't value what we have. I've got a God who can open deaf ears, who can open blind eyes, who can, who can create. My goodness. You know, Jesus said that, um, 
It's in Matthew 15, 31. But, you know, they brought the, the maimed, the lame, the, the deaf, the blind. They brought them all to him and said they were amazed because the, 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 the crippled began to walk. The blind saw and the deaf heard. They were amazed. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God we serve. And we've seen elements of that, but we're going to see more. I'm telling you, we're going to see more. But see, we've got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see. In, in 1928, F.F. Bosworth went into a town and had a meeting, and, and he got every single deaf child in the town completely healed, whole. They had a school for the deaf, and they shut it down. They shut it down when he left town. They shut it down. There was no need for a school of the deaf anymore in that town because they all were completely whole, completely healed. That's how big our God is. That's how big our God is. Just think, you know, just what we know, a group of 10 of us, we, if they would let us, we could close the hospital down. Just 10 of us, we could close the hospital down in probably a couple days. Probably just a couple days of preaching faith to them. Yeah, we could, we could close the hospital if they'd let us, for sure. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They start seeing results like that, they're going to want what we got. Hallelujah. But glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know where that came from, but it was good. And um, John... verse 34 something about this scripture just gets me excited it's big it's a big scripture (laughs) you know it's big but but we can see it we can see it we can get a hold of it and tonight if I got time I want to talk to you about how you can you know how to get a hold of things maybe you can't see yet you know if, if, if seeing us packing out the yum center is a little too big for you then guess what? Start somewhere else. Start, start seeing this place filled. Glory to God. If you've never got one saved, see yourself doing that. See yourself do. If you've never laid hands on the sick before and watched God get them well and healed and whole and move in their life, then believe God for that. Believe God for that. And I'm telling you, once you've experienced that, it'll, it'll be addicting to you. you. It'll be addicting to you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 34, John 4, 34. And Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. And He's saying, I'm, I'm, it's, he's saying, I'm going to get satisfied by this. He said, this is what fills me up. You want to talk about what gives me fuel to run my life? He said, to do what God told me to do. To do the will of Him who sent me. Jesus gave us a commandment to go in all the world and preach the gospel, to preach His gospel, to allow Him to move in people's life. That's what He wants to do. He's, he's in love with people. He's concerned for people. My goodness. We get, and, I, and I've been guilty of it. We get so busy just doing what we do all the time and what i got to do. Man, that sometimes we just lose sight. We lose sight. We get so busy and so, and it causes us to sometimes have an attitude towards people when that might be the very person that we need to reach out to. Glory to God. My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. And do not say there are still four months, or do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ready. For they are already white for harvest. Verse 36. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true. 
One sows and another reaps. Verse 38, I sent you to reap that for which... I sent you to reap. Jesus sent us to reap. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. But think. let's look at verse 35. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are, ready, for they are already white for harvest. But that's what we got to see. That's what we got to see. That's what some people are more ripe than others, but we got to see it that there's a harvest out there. That's what we got to see. There's a harvest out there. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. Glory to God. Go to um, go to Second Corinthians five real fast. I know I'm running a lot of verse on you, but it's good. My my. Verse thirteen. And and if you're not there, that's fine. Just write it down and. I just want to keep moving here. I'm not trying to move fast. I just want to want to get, get a point across real quick. Verse 13, 2 Corinthians 5, 13. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. He's saying if we're out of our head and acting out of our spirit, it's for God. And Or if we are of sound mind, it's for you. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge this, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all. That those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. That's a heavy verse, but let's look at verse 14 again. For the love of Christ compels us. Jesus saying the harvest is white. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see that there's a harvest out there that needs harvesting. They need to, they need to come to Jesus. They need to hear. They need to see his works. They need to see that God's for them and not against them. My goodness, we got to see it. We got to see it. If you don't see it, think about this. Jesus said, the works I do, you'll do. The works I do, you'll do, and even greater works. He said the greater works because he said, I'm going to my Father, which meant he was, he was sending his Holy Ghost, sending, the, sending his Spirit into this earth. He said, I got to go so I can send him. That's, that's why we're going to do greater works because the Holy Ghost lives in all of us, and as, as one body, we can do more. But glory to God, as one, you can do it. You can do the works of Jesus. Someone, it's a bold statement, but I heard someone said, if Jesus did it, I can do it. If Jesus did it, I can do it. If Jesus could get someone delivered from torment, demonic oppression, depression, fear and torment and all that stuff, then I could do it. I could do it. It's His power. It's not me. It's not me, but I could do it. I can do it. I can believe Him. I can see it. I can see it. But you got to see it. You got to see it. Man, He wants to use you. He wants to use each and every one of us. We, I'm just going to leave the lid off of this. <laughs> but um, we we got to see it. Man, we got to see it. We got to see it. The love, of, the love of Christ compels us. We got to see it. Does the love of Christ ever compel you? Does the love of God compel us with compassion for hurting people? Does the love of God ever compel us? What do you mean compel us? Does it ever make you do something maybe your flesh don't want to do because you love that person? Do we see the love of God? Does the love of God compel us to reach out and to minister and say, you know what, you're battling this thing. You don't have to stay that way. You don't have to be hooked on pills your whole life. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to go from terrible relationship to terrible relationship your whole life. God can change your life. Jesus can get... You don't, have to, you don't have to serve that substance your whole life. You don't have to live like a crazy person trying to get your people's attention all the time. You don't have to live like that. 
Does the love of God ever compel us to reach people, to minister to people, just to tell them that they don't have to live like that? My, my, my brother knows all kind of people that he used to run with before he got committed to the things of God, that they, they want to kill themselves because they hate the fact that they can't get free of their addictions. They want to change, but they can't change. I, I know a God who can change their life. I know a God. And my brother tells them what to do. He's bold. He tells them what to do. They just choose not to do it. But, but he's giving them the answer. But think about that. They, used to, they hated themselves. They hate themselves because they can't change when they want to change. My goodness, that's torment. That's torment. But my God's bigger than that. See, I see it. I see it. I know God can change it. I know God can fix it. There's no limits. We got we to gotta quit. We got we to gotta view every single day. You have, to, you have to think about the limits. That you, every thought you have, you have to think, am I limiting God? Am I limiting God in this? How big? What does God really want to do? What does God really want to do? My goodness, get, think, get up every day thinking about what does God really want to do today? What does God really want to do? My goodness. My goodness. Hallelujah. Um, Psalm, we won't turn there, but Psalm 78 says that they, uh, verse 41 and 42 says, they limited the Holy One of God, and then it says they forgot His power. They forgot the wonders of His power, the working of His power. They forgot what He did. They forgot how big He was. They forgot how big He was. Glory to God, but the love of God has to compel us. Has to compel us. You know, if you, if, you find your, if, you, if you find yourself always hiding behind the shell and not being bold like you really want to be, then guess what? Like, I, I look back at my life, I know I, I could have been more bold in many, many instances in my life. Many, many times in my life, I should have been more bold. How do we get over that? We fill ourselves up with the love of God. We fill ourselves up with the compassion of God. Go to Mark 4. Well, Mark 5. Mark 4 and 5. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at a little bit of something here. I'm not going to read this whole passage. Um, but verse 35 of Mark 4. On the same day when the evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. And we're not going to look at the whole thing, but basically a storm arose. And Jesus is basically taking a nap and they wake him up. Don't you know that we're perishing? <laughs> and Jesus basically got up and rebuked the storm and said, Peace be still. And they were all amazed. They were all amazed that even the winds and the sea obeyed him. And then verse five, they came, uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 1, They came to the other side of the sea to, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And, 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 and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. See, does that sound, doesn't that sound impossible to you? How's this guy going to change? I mean, this guy's breaking chains. He's breaking shackles that they're putting on him. Nobody can contain him. They can't bind him. They can't bind him up. They don't know. It's kind of like the world. Most of the people in the world, the world don't know what to do with. They don't know what to do with most of the problems in the world. They don't know what to do. That's, that's, who, that's who this guy represents. He represents most of, the, most of the problems in the world that nobody knows how to treat. Man, think about that. 
Glory to God. I just thought about it. That just came to me. I didn't have that before. But in uh, verse 5, And always night and day he's in the mountains and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones. See, that's nothing new. That was real big when I was in high school, you know. But it is nothing new. It's been around back then. Stuff's more prevalent now, but the devil don't have any new tricks. It's the same stuff he's been trying to pull just trying to get people to look at stuff they shouldn't look at, trying to get people to hear stuff they shouldn't hear, trying to get people to, to, to do things they shouldn't do. It's bottom line, pretty much it, pretty much it. Well, glory to God, trying to get you to think about something you shouldn't think about. That's where it starts, but glory to God. Verse 6, And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him and cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore, I, I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Wow, this guy, knew, this guy knew who Jesus was. Glory to God. I, I believe that we're going to encounter people that know exactly what we got on the inside of us. They're going to say, help me. Help me. I know what you got. I know you can help me. Amen. Glory to God. By the power and the glory of God being all over so strong that people say, what is it that you got that I need? I've experienced it before. But it's, I believe that it's going to be more, more, more prevalent. Glory to God. Verse 8. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, Well, we're not going to read it all. But basically, you know, he went into the, the evil spirits and, you know, begged him, saying, Oh, cast us into the pigs, you know. And the, the, Jesus did, and the pigs ran down and over the cliff and, uh, and drowned in the sea and stuff and all that. But then let's look at verse... Um, let's look at verse 15. Then they came to Jesus and saw... This is people in the town, and they saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion, setting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They, they, they had seen something very shocking. And those, and those who saw it told them how it happened to him and who had, who had been demon-possessed and about the swine, about the pigs running over the cliff. Then they began to plead with, with Jesus to depart from that region. They wanted him to go. But look at verse 19. This guy's begging Jesus. He's like, you know, let me come with you. Let me come with you. And Jesus, however, Jesus did not permit him to, but said to him, go home and to your friends and tell them the, what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. How he has had compassion on you. Jesus crossed the sea. Well, look at verse 21. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by the boat to the other side, he got right back in the boat after ministering to this guy. He crossed the sea in the middle of a storm, rebuked the storm, ministered to a man, killed 2,000 pigs just to get that man delivered. Seriously, think about it. He cares more about people than he does pigs or animals or whatever. Not against your pet, but the only reason God moves on behalf of your pet is because you pray. Just to clear up some doctrine there, it's kind of silly. But still, the thing is, see, Jesus got, he went through whatever, it didn't matter. Whatever was the obstacle, Jesus just dealt with it because of compassion. And then he came right back. He got in the boat and came right back. He got in the boat and went across in the middle of a storm, got up and rebuked the storm and kept going to minister to one man. He crossed the sea for one man. For one man. Glory to God for one person. And Luke's account actually mentions two people with that man. And um, I don't know why Mark just mentions the one. Mark was all about miracles, so he probably just wrote about the one guy because that was who stood out as more of a miracle to him. But, uh, and it's the same story. I checked it out. 
one says two, the other one just remembers the one. But um, glory to God, it don't matter. The, the principle's still the same. Principle's still the same. He said, go tell them how the Lord has had compassion on you. We need to have compassion for people. And let it cause us to get out, get out of our schedule, get out of our routine. You think Jesus wanted to cross the, cross the sea? He knew the storm was coming. <laughs> he said, we're going to the other side. He said, we're going to the other side. He wasn't going to let anything stop him. Glory to God. You look at most of the miracles that Jesus did. He did it while someone was interrupting him. Interrupting where he was going. Interrupting his schedule. Man, that's, yeah, that's, 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 a, man, that's a good thing to think about. Glory to God. I don't think I'm getting very far. but <laughs> Glory to God. Um, we have to have compassion. We have to have compassion. We have to expect big and no. And, and just when we run up against something that seems like a limiter, we need, to, we need to not let those things limit us. We need to recognize and realize what we have. Right. Don't forget what you have. My goodness, we, we have a God that said, the same works I do, you can do. Glory to God. And I mean, he, he never faced anything he couldn't, he couldn't tackle unless they had unbelief and didn't receive him. Glory to God. Well, praise God. Glory, glory. Wow, I preached through all my notes and didn't realize I got that far. Um, I was still over on page one and I already preached to page four. Glory to God. Uh, hallelujah. We got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. You know, Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Yeah, us. Us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 5, he said, don't, you know, be aware that, that you as the salt of the earth, that you don't lose your flavor. That's what, and I'll just wrap it up here in probably the next five to ten minutes, that we got to be cautious that we don't lose our flavor. And, and I want to talk to you about doing that real quick. Go to, go to second, or first Timothy 4. I hope I'm helping you tonight. This is, and the thing is, see, is, is we continue to, you know, it's just like anything else. If, if you need... If you got something in your body that you're believing God for, and you know that God's your healer, and but it's it's you know that it's beyond your measure of faith right now, that you know you could tell a headache to go and it go, but this whatever is in your body now is is too big. You can get there, you, but you got to see it. And so the way that you got to see it is you got to get in the Word, and you got to get fully convinced and fully persuaded, and it, and then you get it. You basically your spirit will confirm with you that you got it. And that's what seeing it really is. That's what seeing it really is. And uh, that's what I'm talking to you about. And we're going we're gonna to talk about how to do that. But I want to look at this real quick. 1 Timothy 4, verse, uh, we'll start in verse 12. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of my hands of the eldership. Verse 15, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. Give yourself to these things. Glory to God. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Now verse 16, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them for in doing this, you will save yourself and those who hear you. Now, what I want to bring out of that tonight is, is what do people hear from you? What do people hear from you? 
And if, and if they're not hearing the kind of things in your voice that they should hear, then we're not taking heed properly to our, our own spiritual life. Nobody can, can live my relationship with God for me. I have to do it. I have to take heed to my own spiritual life. Getting in the Word, praying and just spending time, just fellowshipping with Him. It's not just about prayer, but it's about knowing God. It's about knowing Him. If you know Him, then nothing's going to be impossible. Glory to God. We want to believe for big things. I heard, I heard Dr. Summerall say this one time. If, uh, if we took a little girl in the church and stood her up on top of the piano and I, and I stood down on that lower step and said, jump to me, she wouldn't jump for nothing. But if we grabbed her mama and put her down on the step, she'd just close her eyes and just jump in total abandonment because she knows her. She knows her mama. She knows her mama's going to catch her. She, I might even be stronger than her mama, but she knows mama's going to catch her. That don't mean nothing to her. And see, the thing is, is when you know God, then you know. When you face something big, you know he's, he's big enough to do it. I know him. I know he's done it before. He did it this time. He did it that time. His word says it. I'm fully convinced. I see it. I see it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Talk, it's kind of a faith message tonight, but it's good. You can't receive anything Jesus told you to do without faith. In the Great Commission, we've got to see it by faith. We've got to see that there is a big, big, big dream and a big vision for this house, for, for what God wants to do in this church, in this city. Praise God and uh, hallelujah. But see, what, what, do people hear faith in your voice? He said, take heed to yourself and then, people will, then you'll, you'll save both yourself and those who hear you. You're going to help other people who hear you. Do people hear passion in your voice? Do people hear, or do people, do people hear you just agree with everything else everybody's saying at work? Or everything, everything that people say in at school? That, oh, this is so bad, no, that's so bad, no, this is that, no, that. So full of doubt and fear and unbelief. Do, do people hear fear in your voice? Do people hear faith in your voice? Do people hear passion? Do people hear life in your voice? Are you excited about what God can do? Are you, are you talking big? Are you acting big for God? Glory to God. There's nothing too big for Him. Hallelujah. We need to judge what comes out of us because that'll tell us if we're doing this, if we're taking heed to ourselves. And I, I, I'm guilty. Man, the Holy Ghost showed me today. said, you're saying things, joking around at work and stuff. said, you're, you're saying things you don't mean. You're saying things you don't mean. You don't mean that. And I got to thinking, oh my goodness, I don't mean that. 